From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Alisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us your email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about transitioning from one season to another and how you can make the next season the best ever in your marriage. And I want you to think about this quote from Louis L'Amour. He said, there will come a time when you think everything is finished. That will be the beginning. Mm-hmm. So true as we talk about transitioning between seasons. And for all of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, welcome. We're so excited to have you here. For those of you that have been listening for a long time, we love knowing that you tune in each week. And we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage Show with a hug. And a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else just like you, someone in the one family who's having breakthrough, who's experiencing change and, and growth in their marriage. And this week's show is sponsored by Kingdom Planners, and you can check them out at kingdomplanners.com. And, you know, if you've ever been on a trip to a Disney destination, you know how big those parks are and just how complicated it can be. Oh my gosh, I think back to our first Disney trip, how complicated it can be to have like a perfect trip because you want to go here and you want to go there and then there's lines and it's just like all of these choices and, and, you know, nuances to the trip that you're just like, oh my gosh, we just want, we're at the happiest place on earth. Why aren't we happy? Right. Because you've seen those families. Maybe you've been those families. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to share with you because Kingdom Planners takes care of all of that for you. They do all the work for their clients so that you can sit back and enjoy your trip to the magical vacation. Yeah. And that doesn't, that means even to, you know, if you want to go to Disney World, Disneyland, if you want to go do a Disney cruise, if you want to go to the Caribbean, if you want to go to Europe, anything that you would love to do with Disney. Kingdom Planners is a place to go get it set up for you. And one of the most amazing things about Kingdom Planners is that they're free. You're never going to pay more by booking with Kingdom Planners than if you'd booked the same vacation directly with Disney. I mean, that's so amazing. Do it. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because they're actually an authorized Disney vacation planner. They're one of the few companies out there that has that distinction. And because this happened because of their ongoing focus and commitment to being so customer focus to being able to plan those customized magical trips to the Disney parks. And like Tony said, Disney cruises and other vacations, you know, and as we're, as we're talking about, you know, transitions and new seasons, maybe next year is the year that you're going to be thinking of how do we create a really special experience for our family? Mm -hmm. How do we create those memories that maybe we wouldn't have anywhere else? And how do I do it without stress Mm -hmm. and without making myself crazy? Well, the answer to that is Kingdom Planners. You're going to want to check them out at kingdomplanners.com and tell them that you heard about it on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. So this this hug came from an email that we'd recently received and it said, I found your podcast about a week ago. I started at episode one. I love listening to you guys. Your show sounds like a script of our marriage. Mm. We've been dealing with some issues for the last eight months and the show has opened my eyes that our marriage wasn't what I thought it was. I'm working through a loss of connection with her and your show has helped me in the last week. I've been doing a lot of positive things in my life and they're slowly helping. Mm. I'm hoping to implement some of the strategies from your podcast. Thanks and keep up the good work. I love it. I love it when you guys come and find us and, you know, and those of you who've been listening since the beginning, you know, just going through it and like this, 
this husband said, you know, taking what, what he's hearing and mm-hmm. putting it to life. Absolutely. And, you know, as we jump into today's show, Tony had said at the onset that we're going to be talking about transitioning from one season to another. And, and so we're talking about the in-between time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, in between Christmas and New Year's, in between jobs, in between houses, in between stages with your kids, in between stages of having more money or less money, more time or less time, whatever it is, we as couples spend a lot of time being in between seasons. Yeah. And it can wear on you. It can feel kind of blots. It's like, I mean, we're just coming off of Christmas and you guys, you know, you have the Christmas tree and you have all the presents under the tree and it looks Amazing. That's prior to Christmas. That, that's prior to the kids coming into the living room, the family room, or wherever you have all the presents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've spent weeks, months, all this anticipation building this up, you know, laying it out so it looks amazing. And then, you know, depending on your family, within probably half an hour, there is wrapping paper and bows and open boxes and toys and gifts all over the place. Right? And you're just kind of like, ah. Like it's all over in an instant, it seems like. And, and you know, you spend all this energy, right? Think about it. I mean, some of you started Christmas shop. Well, I mean, like we actually start planning for Christmas financially in January. Yep. Right. So, so for some of you, this is like a 12 month plan. Some of you do it like in the last, you know, three days. That would be my dad. My dad was always um, and still is the consummate December 24th Christmas shopper. Um, so there's a wide range, but there's still that anticipation of, you know, like how am I, what am I going to get for this person? Or maybe, maybe it's the season that you've been in and, and we're not even talking about Christmas, but maybe you've been planning for a new house yeah, or a move across country or a new job. And there's all this, like, what's it going to be like? What's, you know, what's going to happen? And then the reality comes of having to move and having to pack. Yeah. Not so much fun. You know, the anxiety for a lot of people in starting a new job, right? I've got a coaching client and she'd been in her job for, I think probably like 10, 15 years switching to a new job. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like you get out of that routine of, I know what I'm doing to, oh my gosh, everything is like new, everything's different. new and different. And, yeah. and as you're in this in-between time, as you're in this place of transition, you can find yourself with a lot of questions, right? You know, what's coming next, right? I mean, that's a big one when you're talking about Christmas to New Year's, when you're talking about job changes, when you're talking about house, what's next? What's our life going to look like? You know, what am I going to do after this season? If you don't have that, you know, plan for 2018 for the next year, if you don't have, you know, maybe I just talked to somebody the other day and, and their position is being eliminated. What's next? And as we talk about this too, what comes to my mind is those of us who are, have older kids. Mm-hmm. And they're going like ours, you know, high school, middle school. And Elisa and I are already sitting here going, man, we only have three and a half years with our oldest. What's next? You know, that season's going to come and we're already thinking about it. What's next? What am I going to do after this? You know, what, what are we going to do? What's it going to be like after he leaves? Um, and what do I want to, you know, one of the big questions that we often share with each other, you know, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to foster that time with him and our kids now? So when they do leave, which we want to, I mean, that's our goal is we raise them so that they leave the house. Raise and release. That, you know, but what do we do now to continue to grow them and, and armor them or equip them 
with life skills. So mm-hmm. when they do leave, they're they're gone. So that for some of you, that may be a place where you're at right now. Like you're 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 sliding into home plate, man. Your your kid has six more months at home, and and they're graduating. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got six months left in a job because you're, you know, contract worker. Con- you know, yeah. it, it's really interesting because we talk about seasons and it's so easy to think about the seasons of the year, right? You know, or the holiday seasons, right? And some of us are in longer seasons. Like Tony was just talking about, you know, seasons with the kids, right? And what comes next? And what do I want to do? What do I want to do now? Because we've got to be intentional about our in-between times. We have to be as intentional about the in-between times as we are about planning for that perfect season that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, we see it so often in the week between Christmas and New Year's where everybody's just kind of like, you know, and there's a hype for a new year. Sure. But there's that kind of almost um, almost being like in limbo. Like we've just come off of one. We haven't quite hit the other. What's coming next? What am I going to do? And and the reality is, is that, you know, if we don't spend time being intentional about the in-between time, about the transitions, then we fall into this place where we're just really reacting to everything. And, and, you know, as you're in this place, it's time to start reflecting on where you've been. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about Christmas here, folks, right? I'm not talking about how you want to, you know, plan for, for next year's Christmas. I'm talking about, you know, some of you have been in really roller coaster seasons this year, 2017, you look at it and you're like, wow, kind of excited to see what 2018 is going to bring. Cause I don't want a repeat of 17. Right. Some of you have been like, get me off this roller coaster, please. Right. And, and the truth is, is that that we've been 17 has been a year for us. It sure has. <laughs> you know, our season of kind of instability, I guess, for the lack of a better word, started in like probably February, March. You know, so we're about nine months, yeah. give or take, mm-hmm. where it's just been like, and some of those peaks and valleys have been higher and lower, but we're definitely looking, you know, ahead to next year going, what do we want that to look like? But, but where, where's the time gone? Right. And we shared with you guys, those of you that were listening, um, you know, in the, in the weeks immediately after Tony's dad died, I mean, essentially we lost a whole month. We did. I re- I still remember, and I think I've mentioned it here that, July with the passing of my father and, and having to deal with everything there and what we had going on with the businesses and all that. I remember honestly waking up on August 1st, looking at Elisa going, I have no idea just what happened to the last month. Mm -hmm. And that, and that is the truth folks. I I don't, I, if you were to ask me what happened that month, I, I mean, I can remember the passing of my father and us being there with him, his, his funeral. I can remember those but anything else, especially like within our marriage, mm-hmm. I, I really can't remember much of what we talked about. Having sex with Elisa, it was a season in that time where I was just like, wow, I was really traumatized mm-hmm. and just trying to survive. And, and, and so you have that place where you're kind of like, okay, what just happened to us? Mm-hmm. Right. And for some of you, you get to the end of a season and you, and you can feel the transition coming and you're like, thank goodness that's over. Right. You're like, Phew. Like clap my hands, wash my hands of it and just be like, that's done. 
And, but there are other seasons, though, when you're elated too, right? When Absolutely. You're, when you're super excited, maybe this year you went out and your goal was to run a half marathon or a full marathon, a 5K. Maybe maybe you wanted to get fit and healthy in, in another way. Mm-hmm. And there's those seasons, though, where we can celebrate them. Absolutely. And go, yes, we did that. Maybe for some of you, it was honestly being able to talk to your spouse, mm-hmm. to have that emotional intimacy that you so desired when you met them years ago to be able to open up again and be honest with them again and take off those masks. Maybe this was a, you had some amazing times where a new child was born, mm-hmm. right? I mean, those are, those are amazing seasons. And now you're in another season though. There's that transition there. There's the hype of having the baby, which is great and wonderful. And yet when, when baby comes, man, is Sleepless it a, nights. Hello. It's, it's a, it's a transition. It's a new season. So yeah. not every season has to be bad. Let me just, I just want to make sure you guys understand. Right. That. But there's always transition happening, whether it's coming out of a good season, coming out of a bad season, right? And, and you can go from good seasons to good seasons, right? You can go from having things go well and, and you're transitioning to something else that's also going to be well, go well, but you, you still have to deal with that, that transition, that in-between time. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to have awareness of can, it. Can I share one thing? When, when you say that, it's, it's beautiful because what I remember with you saying that is when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, mm-hmm. it was from glory to glory. I believe, you know, there were tough times on that trail. And for those of you who don't know, I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail from Mexico to Canada, took two, four and a half months off. And Elise and I were married at the time. We were three years married at the mm-hmm. time. But I remember many a times on that trip, we would get to a mountain peak or a ridge and you would see it. And we still c- would keep hiking north, but you would have to go down into that valley You'd have to go into that valley and go back down, you know, t- and then get down to the bottom of it. And then you'd hike back up to the next one. And you would do this time and time again. And it was, you know, but it was still from glory to glory because there, there was an anticipation. There was an excitement from one to the next to the next. But you still had to go t- down. Sometimes you went down farther than others. And sometimes, you know, those valleys, because I've hiked some of those valleys with Tony when he was on the PCT in 2000. Um, sometimes they're really wide. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not be that deep, but they're really wide. And you're like, at some point in time, will I see a peak again? Will I see a peak? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's what we're talking about. Because, you know, just like that quote that I started the show, you know, you get to you get to a time when you think everything's finished, right? Like, oh, Christmas is done or, oh, that, you know, we sold our house. And really, that's just the beginning. It's the beginning of the next season. And we have to go into it, guys, with the same energy, with the same excitement. We can't just stay in this blah place like, oh, that season's over. Wah, wah. you know, a little Eeyore action, right? You guys can all hear the Eeyore voice in your head. Oh, it's another season. But to go into it and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is one season is ending. That's a chapter, right? It, it, my coaching clients know that I refer to the, the things that happen in your life as chapters, right? You're never closing the book. You're just writing a new chapter. And that's what we're talking about is as, you know, actively looking to see, okay, what's this next season? going to hold? What am I going to write in this chapter? And I want you to hear that that's a very proactive, active process. So what's this, you know, you're listening to this now. What is this next season of my life going to be? Mm -hmm. And already start thinking through that wherever you may be. It's like, where are you going to go? Where are the goals that you have set forth for yourself to get you to that next place? Right. Because it doesn't just happen. Guys, I, I can tell you, we've been doing this show for eight years. Mm-hmm. 
it didn't, this has been a, a season of our life, right? This, this season, which I can tell you back when it started almost eight years ago, sitting in, you know, our freezing cold garage, January, 2010, January, 2010, right? Sitting in our freezing cold garage, doing the intro, trying to get through the show. I don't even know how many times we actually, like, I wish we'd recorded all the bloopers, but that was the start of a season. Right. And it's a season that we don't know. I mean, we're, we're in it for the long haul. We have no idea how long the season is. And, and, and yet we look at each year as the start of a new season within that overall season. And for those of you who've listened, I mean, there were tough, tough times for sure that we've gone through in our own marriage with the show at times mm-hmm. and being able to have that big vision, that big focus to why, you know, what, what's your marriage? Elisa and I were on a, an interview the other day and Elisa shared with the uh, interviewers like, what's your marriage vision? Right. What's the big vision for your marriage? And, you know, he was sort of taken aback because he goes, you know what? We do that in business. We do that for these other areas in our lives. Maybe it's our fitness and health. Maybe it's for our finances. And yet, do we do that for our marriage? Mm. And most of us would say, no, it's just going to work itself out. And when we go through these seasons, we'll just, we'll make it through. It's, it's okay. And yet we really need to have that. Mm-hmm. We need to have that marriage vision. What does it look like to go, we're going to be married 50 years, 60 years. We're going to live here. We're going to have X number of grandkids, presumably, you know, you know, depending on <laughs> how many That when you've got a little less control over right. <laughs> And yet you could, you could yeah. say, Hey, you, you know what? You can envision your grandchildren. Right? Absolutely. This is how we're going to, this is how we're going to, this is our vision for our marriage. That may be the ultimate. Mm -hmm. And then you can back yourself up for right now, for the first five years of your marriage, the first 10, the first 20 years of your marriage. Absolutely. And, you know, as we head into the next year, there's some key steps that we want to encourage you to take this week or whenever you listen to the show, right? Because I know a lot of you are busy right now to make sure that your next season is the best season ever. And I just want to remind you that before we do that, one of the ways to create the next best trip for your family is to reach out to kingdom planners at kingdomplanners.com and let them take care of all the details, right? Let them ask you the questions so that they can send you. I will tell you guys when they send you your itinerary, when they send you, we've received one of these for mm-hmm. a Disney trip that we did. Um, it's a little bit mind blowing. The attention to detail. It's not a little bit. It's a lot mind blowing. The attention to detail that they give because what they do is actively seek to make your life easier. Make that season, make that trip the best ever and check them out at kingdomplanners.com and mention that you heard them on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. So as you're in this in-between time, it's time to start having a few conversations with yourself and with your spouse. You know, whether it's been a good season that you've been in or a rough season, you know, what went well, right? What worked for us? Was it our planning you know, maybe even though it was a rough season, like, you know, I mean, case in point, um, when things were going downhill quickly with Tony's dad. And, and so he died beginning of July, going back like May and June, Tony's like, you know what? I'm really stressed. I need to feel connected with you. We're going to have to like bump up the intimacy lifestyle. Okay. So that was a conversation that we had. We, we, yeah. My, my thing was we may bump it up just because I need that connection with her. And yet it may change a little bit too, mm-hmm. you know, so some weeks may be, Hey, we may end up having sex three times where the next week due to 
things that are going on, it may only be once. Right. You know, and so that was just us being able to share that with each other and understand it was, for me, especially just allowing Elisa to hear that. So there wasn't frustration on my side and she could be there and go, okay, I can support you this way. Right. Just keep me posted. Right. And so that went well. So even though the season was tough, knowing what his expectations and needs were made it, made it work better mm-hmm. because then I could, I could choose to meet those needs, you know? So, so is, is it the conversations, the communication that you've been having? Have you chosen in this season to spend more time together? Right. Maybe, maybe, you know, you're looking for a new house and you're in the process of doing a house. And so you're doing all of the, like, like, let's talk, you know, furniture or let's go house hunting together or let's do this together. And so you're spending time together in whatever the season is, you know, maybe coming out of Christmas, maybe the two of you did all your Christmas shopping together. Or not all of it, but, you know, those key presents. You're like, let's go do this together. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it is it how you just had a plan? And, and I can just say even spending time together, when you're going through those seasons of life, it's very easy to isolate yourself. It's very easy. Been there, done that. Honestly, I don't want to wear the badge for that. I think isolation is the worst place we could be mm-hmm. during these seasons. We think we can do it on our own. We think, you know what, I'm going to just, I'm going to just crank through and it's going to happen. And, and you know what, and you have a spouse there who's sitting there most likely going, honey, let me know how I can help you. Honey, how can I assist you? Honey, what, what is it that I could do today to support you? Mm-hmm. Could go either way, husband or wife. And so spending time together, I would say, make it a point to do something act like an activity together, get out, do a walk and talk. Make it make it a point to get physical a little bit mm-hmm. in that part of your life. Get your body moving. You know, if it's something else that you like doing, go do it. I, I mean, I just bring up walk and talks all the time because that's what Elisa and I love to do. Whatever it may be for you, you guys may have a tandem bike. Make sure you don't make sure you don't put that aside because you're going through this time. It's very easy to do it, and I can be and I will be the first one to raise my hand to say I have done it. Mm-hmm. My goal though has been to in those times to not clam up and not isolate myself because the devil wants you to be isolated. Sure. He wants you to be far away from everybody else to keep you away, keep you in the dark. So you can sit there and and in this season of life go, I'm no good. I'm not worthy. You are worthy. Mm -hmm. You just need to step out into the light again Mm -hmm. and let the glory of God shine upon you. And you can do that by just spending some time with your spouse doing something an activity together. Absolutely. So you look at, you know, first you look at what went well, because we always want to start with a positive. Then you start looking at, you know, what didn't go so well? You know, maybe we didn't plan well for a move or, or maybe the job transition, you know, we, we just kind of were letting it happen and, you know, it just didn't go so well. You know, maybe, maybe you weren't communicating, right? Maybe you weren't spending time like Tony was just saying, or maybe, maybe there was a loss of, of, control. You just felt out of control because circumstances were beyond your control. You know, when, when, you know, kids schedules get into the mix and, and, you know, there's all of these obligate, you can feel very out of control because it can feel like there are a lot of demands on your time. And maybe what that results in is the two of you feeling disconnected. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's what didn't go well in the season. Maybe, you know, if it's Christmas, you felt like, um, you know, one of you just made all of the arbitrary decisions and you're like, "Uh, I'd like to be consulted or at least talk to, or, you know, could we still spend time to get you, whatever it is, but you've got to, you've got to answer that question about what didn't go so well. 
because that's what's going to help you make the next season better because you're going to take what worked and what didn't do more of what worked, do less of what didn't, mm-hmm. and then start crafting what the next season's going to look like. Because, oh, go ahead. And I just want to say, again, for myself, being isolated. With the, with the death of my dad, it would have been very easy for me to just isolate myself. Instead, I chose not to. Instead, I chose to communicate with Elisa some of those expectations that I had around our physical intimacy. I talked to her about other areas of my life where I was having difficulty. You know, I may be more emotional. I may be crying. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I wanted her to know that, to see it, to understand it so that I didn't just isolate myself in those times by myself and wallow in that. You know, so, so you bring all of that together. And then as you start to look to the next one, you say what are you most looking forward to in this next season, right? Because every season, whether it's going to be, you know, maybe something that presents some challenges or it's something that, that you're super excited about, you got to know what the other person is excited about or, or expectant for, right? Because then, then you're on the lookout for it, right? Then you can actually say, you know what, how do, can I be an active participant in making this happen for my husband or my wife? Mm-hmm. Right. Like let's, yeah. let's say you're going on one of those Disney trips, right? The next season is going to be going on a Disney trip with kingdom planners. And you're like, uh, you know, maybe your spouse really wants the Mickey Mouse ears, right? Like they've got that. They want the whole family in Mickey Mouse ears. So you go first day and you get Mickey Mouse ears for everybody. And he or she is going to be like, score. We did right. But, but because that was something that they were excited about, they were looking forward, they shared with you and you got to participate in making that happen. Right. Part of marriage, guys, is doing what you can when you can for the one that you love. And on the other side of that, your spouse doesn't have ESP and we have a show on that. So you need to share your expectations, Mm -hmm. be it in the house, be it when you're going on vacation, be it with sex, with jobs. You have to share what's in your mind with your spouse so they know what to expect and they understand you as well. Mm-hmm. And and that's key, folks. And I hope through this, you're, you're understanding the communication, the emotional intimacy is the piece that we constantly have to be working on in the high times, in the low times, mm-hmm. and in the high times again. We have to, have to, have to work on those. And the final question, right, as you're starting to look towards this next season is to say, how can I come alongside you better? Mm-hmm. Right. Your husband yeah. or wife may have expectations, right? That's what we talked about. You know, what are you most looking forward to? You've talked about what's worked and what hasn't. But the reality is, is, like in our case, Tony and I have known each other for 23 years. What I needed from Tony as, you know, my boyfriend, as my fiance, as my newly married husband is vastly different than what I need from him today as my husband of 21 years. And yet if he just kept treating me like his girlfriend and and just meeting my needs in that place, uh, we'd be so frustrated, right? So you can't, this goes back to the ESP part, but it, it comes, it comes from the conversation between the two of you ask, how can I come alongside you? Right. This season's going to have unique challenges. Maybe, maybe this year you're moving and you know, the last time you moved, you only had one kid, but this year you're moving and you got four kids. Um, it's going to be a little different. That's a big change. Right. You know, like how are we going to corral the four plus the movie? Right. So you got to ask those questions. What can I do for you? Because when you ask that question of your spouse and you genuinely take the time to listen to their answer, you create an opportunity where, where your spouse can feel safe, feeling vulnerable. You want to talk about creating a better season, 
create a place that's safe mm-hmm. for your spouse to feel yeah. vulnerable. True. And in doing so, your marriage goes to another level because you're saying, I want to know who you are right now. I want to know the person that I'm married to right now, what your needs are, what you're looking forward to, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Because if I know that information, then I can actively make the next season, whatever that is, the best season in our marriage. Yeah, I love that. That is so good. And as we as we roll into a new year, you know, for many of us, it is a new season. It's a new season. It's a new time. You know, what are we looking forward to that's going to just rock our worlds, right? And hopefully you've heard what we shared here today. You know, what are you going to do? You know, what went well in that season? What went well in this season for you? What didn't go so well? These are these are questions you guys got to be honest with each other. Because when you're honest with yourself first and foremost, how much better it is and how much easier it is for you to share that with your spouse. You know, what are you most looking forward to in the next season? Be it, hey, if you got a promotion, I mean, what does that look like for you? Because that's a cool place to be. Maybe you've worked your tail off. You've busted it and you got that promotion. What's that next season look like for you? What, what are you looking forward to? it and, and allowing your spouse in so they understand as well. And how can I come along you better? You know, how, how can you do that? You know, ask your spouse how they can come alongside you or even ask how, or better yet, share with your spouse how you can come alongside them better. You know, open up, let your, let your spouse know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big thing here today, you guys, is to really just love on each other. To do that, we talk to so many couples and the thing that I hear over and over again is that I don't know what's going on. I don't understand them. I'm frustrated. And you guys got to open up and talk to each other. You got to communicate. Um, we have a great program called He's Zig, She's Hags. Get your communication on the same path. You know, that's all about working together in your communication through any season of life. If you want to check that out, you can go to hezigsheezags.com. Learn more about it there. We love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic fantastic week. We can't wait to catch you next week, next year. We are going to blow this thing up. Let's go at it. Let's have fun. And um, gosh, I just, we, we love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.